there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, we're going to tell you about a medical mystery. And when the case was finally cracked, it inspired a movement, achieving what mountains of scientific data couldn't. All right, let's jump in. To tell us all about it is Rosamond Adu Kissy Debra. She's a former teacher in London. One second, one second. This is my daughter. Let's see what she is. Hi, Babs. Can, can you get what? Chocolate Yeah, okay. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Rosamond is a single mum. And just as we got on the call, one of her twins phoned. It was about her birthday. What does she want? For one day in the year, I allow them to have chocolate cereal. (laughs) Oh, she wanted chocolate cereal. Oh, gosh, she makes me sound like such a strict mum. Oh, Lord. (laughs) She did say I love you at the end. So, see, I'm, 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 I'm doing good. But our story today isn't about the twins or chocolate cereal. It's about Rosamond and her oldest daughter, Ella. She was the big sister to those twins. She had big brown eyes and often wore her hair in braids. Rosamond told us that she loved to swim and bike and she was super competitive. Like she would play chess, connect four, so she was into board games. She was into beating people, you know, like luring you people in, pretending that, you know, like a chess game was equal, that when you got comfortable, bang, 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 checkmate. Mom, would you like to play chess? No, thank you very much, Ella. I don't want to play chess with you. So Ella was smart. At nine years old, she was picking up Jane Eyre. And just the other day, Rosamond found this book that Ella had been reading. It was called The Observer Book of Genius. So who did Ella compare herself to? I thought, let me have a look in there. Plato, she would. (laughs) Um, Pythagoras. So she had a great sense of humour. But a few years before all this, Ella's life had taken a turn. It started in October 2010, when she was six years old. Ella and her mum had gone to visit the Monument to the Great Fire of London. It's this tall tower, and to get to the top, you have to walk up more than 300 steps. So together, they were climbing this tall tower. But weirdly, Ella was struggling. She'd been a little sick had a bit of a cough. And when she was climbing up the stairs, she said, oh, I can't climb up the stairs. And then I remember, typical mum, I said, you've only got a cold. Little did I know, it was the beginning of the end. That night on the way home, Ella fell asleep on the train, which was also strange. And from there, things got bad, quickly. that little cough that Ella had turned into these terrible coughing fits that seemed to come out of nowhere. Sometimes she'd cough so hard that she couldn't breathe. What used to happen is she used to get so much mucus, her lungs would collapse and she would stop breathing. So we had to resuscitate her to live. 
And because oxygen wasn't getting into her brain, sometimes she'd have a seizure and even pass out. And by Christmas time, she had been admitted to ICU for the first time. She was admitted to hospital 28 times. 28 times? Yes. Yes. So she had hundreds of attacks. And the scariest part of this was that Rosamond didn't know why any of this was happening. How did her kid go from being perfectly healthy to being in the ICU in just a couple of months? Ella would go to some of the best doctors in London, many different hospitals, and yet no one could tell them what was going on. What, what did doctors tell you, you know, when you were going into hospital? We didn't know. We were testing her for loads of things. Epilepsy, um, cystic fibrosis, loads of things we were testing her for. Doctors were confused because her symptoms were kind of all over the place. Like Ella's lungs were producing way too much mucus, which made it harder and harder for her to breathe. And that kind of thing can happen in people with cystic fibrosis. So they tested her for that, but it came back negative. Doctors also tested her for epilepsy because of the seizures, but that didn't pan out either. After tons of blood tests, EEGs and doctor's appointments, Ella finally got a diagnosis. They told her she had asthma, but that was weird too. Because she didn't present herself like a normal asthmatic. Like one of the best medications that we use for asthma, steroids. It didn't work for Ella. And then there was her cough. There was just something weird about it. Well, you know what? I would recognize Ella's cough anywhere. If you gave me a thousand coughs, I, I could still pick out her cough. The medical name for a cough like Ella's, where you cough until you pass out, is called cough syncope. And one day, while Ella was getting one of her many tests, Rosamond started Googling it. I was looking it up in hospital. And the research, because I'm a bit obsessed with research in my job as a teacher, the the research at the time when it came to coughing syncope showed me there were mainly men in their 50s and they'd been long distance lorry drivers. And I remember looking at the time going, hmm, they are men in their 50s, she's nine, I've never smoked, don't get the connection. And I remember showing it to the doctor and didn't get the connection. It wasn't a thing that a child got. So it didn't make sense she had it. Yeah, most of the people with cough syncope are middle-aged men who have been smoking for years. It rarely happens to kids. One of Ella's doctors said that her case was so odd that they wanted to write about it in a medical journal, which Ella was actually kind of excited about. And Ella would go on to be written up in many medical journals making international news, and helping perhaps thousands of people breathe easier. But in the middle of all this, Rosamond and Ella didn't know any of that. And then there was this one final but really important mystery here. If this truly was asthma, then what was triggering it? For most asthmatics, you get an attack because it's triggered by something. Cigarette smoke, mould, cleaning products. That stuff gets in your lungs and causes this huge inflammatory reaction and then your airways constrict. 
But doctors tested Ella for all kinds of stuff, and none of those triggers made sense. And the thing is, Ella didn't always have attacks. They'd come in clusters, but when she was feeling okay, Rosamond would try hard to keep things normal. Ella loved listening to music, so they'd put on her favourite songs and dance around to them. Rosamond remembers this one song that she loved by Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z. It had just come out. This was early 2013. It's called Suit and Tie. See, I can see her dancing. And Elsie should, like, jump on the sofas. You know how, like, how Justin should jump. I'm like, Baba, don't break your neck. Seriously, Baba, don't break. We have enough problems, I used to say to her. Soon after, Ella had another asthma attack. Rosamond said that it started out just like a normal night. Ella was listening to music, Skyfall by Adele. She was kind of obsessed with that song. And I remember that night she was in the playroom on the computer playing Skyfall again and again. And I remember, because it was Valentine's Day and I'd gone and bought food I was cooking, I was like, look, you need to go and have a shower and be ready to come and eat because we needed to eat by a certain time. You know, we had school the following day. And I remember, so my kids will say to you, oh, mum shouted at her the night before she went. I was like, look, I know what happened wasn't meant to happen, but we need to eat and I've cooked. And there she is on there. And I remember being so upset when Adele won the Oscar that Ella wasn't alive to see it. Ella had a coughing fit that led to a seizure and then a heart attack. She died in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. on February 15th, 2013. In the UK, when someone dies of unknown causes, a coroner is called in to do the assessment. In 2014, the coroner declared that Ella died as a combination of acute respiratory failure and severe asthma. But still... None of this made sense to Rosamond. And she still wanted to understand what had triggered the attacks. What killed Ella? It was important to know why she died. She has siblings. And I knew as they got older, you know, what was I going to say? She got asthma. Why? How? I had no answers. The coroner's report was mostly useless to Rosamond. Except there was this one thing. A clue. Her trigger was to do with something in the air. It didn't specifically state what it was. And that gave me some hope. But I thought, oh, at least this is a bit further than we've got before. To push it even further, she started doing a bunch of media interviews. To say, look, this is what's happened to my daughter. If anyone's got any ideas out there, if they can help me get to the bottom of this mysterious thing, can they let me know? And that is how the ball began to roll. People got in touch from all over the country, throwing out all kinds of ideas for what might have happened to you. And this eventually led her to Stephen Holgate, a professor at the University of Southampton who specialises in asthma and allergies. One day in 2016, he was on the train, heading home from London. On the long journey back, he picked up the standard and he was reading it. I happened to pick up uh, the evening standard and I saw Rosamund kissy Deborah. I mean, it was just a dreadfully sad story. 
Stephen had spent his entire career researching asthma, getting to know the lungs inside and out. And here was his life's work sitting in front of him in the form of a medical mystery. I mean, I'm a doctor, you know, and and there was clearly um, an opportunity to try and unravel what had happened. And I know Rosalind couldn't do that. None of the doctors in all these hospitals could do it either. But because I, I had spent, you know, my life researching asthma, you know, I knew a lot about the disease. He got in touch with Rosamond and said, would you mind if I look through your daughter's medical records? And she was like, yes, go for it. Handed them over and Stephen dove in. Mounds and mounds and boxes of hospital notes and GP records and all the rest of it. Stephen also went to the hospital where sections of Ella's lungs were being preserved. He pulled out these tiny lung scrapings that are about the size of a fingernail, put them under the microscope, and straight away, he saw something odd. And what I saw in the sections was almost unbelievable, really. To find out what Stephen saw, you've got to listen to our full episode on this story, which is over at Science Versus. We follow Stephen and Rosamond as they get to the bottom of what happened to Ella. Just search for Science Versus in Spotify, that's Science VS, and click on our episode, A Mystery in the Air. That's Science VS. Go do it. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time. <laughs> 